Hello, and welcome to this podcast. I didn't know, I know I fucking say this every every time, like what to do these on, but I'm just gonna go from how I'm feeling today, and yeah, essentially, that's it. Um, I wanted to talk about a little bit um, with acceptance of one's circumstance, which is something I feel like I've been dealing with a lot this year. Um, Again, like, I'm just talking about, like, random shit. Like, this is just, like, what my podcast is, is just me talking about random shit. Like, that's, that's, and I, I can only offer what I can offer, and that's it. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to, and that's fine. Um, but, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about, um, as I said, acceptance of, your circumstance and and almost grieving certain things comes with acceptance stuff like that um the reason I want to talk about this is I was thinking a lot recently which I normally don't do like I normally don't ever think about this like to be honest ever so the fact that this came to mind I was like this is interesting like I should tap into this a little bit more and um and just follow this I was thinking honestly about like my upbringing and my childhood and things like that and I normally don't really think about that I like literally just I think most people just like move on and just don't ever look back and I certainly did that where I just never felt the need to reminisce I don't really reminisce and like think of like the past and like just like ruminate like I just don't do that um I think a lot of people that watch this podcast and a lot of people in general in the world just have dysfunctional families or broken homes or or whatever falls under that category of just an unstable household. Every family is dysfunctional, like to a degree, but some are obviously worse than others. And um, some never have any stability or some have like a complete void of a parent or whatever. I've spent like a lot of my life just it, this is how I dealt with like my experience growing up and which was basically to just pretend like everything was fine um and I did that for a really long time and I think that's really common to just you know like this isn't gonna affect me who thinks shit's gonna affect them not me I was like I'm fine like this is like I'm resilient like this is not going to affect me but the thing is is like it doesn't matter who you are like you're like a sponge and you're just like who you are is crafted like a huge portion due to how you were as a kid and just like the molding that took place the love you didn't have or the love you did have and it makes you who you are and it makes you it gives you your beliefs on yourself and it it just shapes you and I would have been a completely different person if I had a completely different life a little bit I would be different I don't think I'd be completely different there'd be some things that just for sure will always be there but so that's what I did was just go out with my friends on the weekends and just not care about anything and just move on and just kind of dissociated from my family I've mentioned on TikTok that I didn't talk to my family members and I I have I I didn't talk to my dad for the first this was the first family member I didn't talk to was my dad when I was 
eighth grade, I think. He did something. I've mentioned this before. I didn't like I, I mentioned that he did something bad. He did something bad around that age and like to where I was just like, no, <laughs> like I never maybe when I was young, like I, I don't know if I can make the I don't even think I, when I was young because my I, I was going to say I don't think I ever wanted my dad's approval. Um, and I was thinking if that was true, like if I could say that, because I don't know if that's true, but I can remember as early as five, my mom always telling me that I like just would always call out my dad or whatever. And this, this isn't going to be about him. And it's, it's more so like whatever my family in general and just like how, how I chose to deal with it up until now. And like what, like I've kind of learned about myself in doing so and like what has helped me kind of move on and just accept as they are so yeah my I didn't talk to him for three years I think around eighth grade and the first time I actually did talk to him again was um, when my sister was going to college and he wasn't going to pay for her college and I got on the phone with him and I was like, you're going to pay for my sister's college. Like, fuck you. Like, I was just like, give me the phone. And that was the first time I talked to him. So that was like my first introduction into dissociating from a family member where I just was, he was dead to me, like literally dead to me. And I didn't even think about him, didn't care, moved on. Like, at least I thought I did mentally. Um, so that is my the way my like personality chose chooses to deal with pain is just like fuck you you're dead to me like I don't know it's like some part of me that doesn't really care about blood it's like I don't if you're mean to if you're like not a nice person I just don't care like you're bye like that's just how I am apparently um so then it was my, this is going to, I sound fucking crazy, but I'm just going to be honest. Then it was my mom. I didn't talk to my mom when I moved to LA. Me and my mom were never really close growing up. She was, um, she was, I don't know. I have a very complicated relationship with my mom where I think she's a good person. Um, I do, but I just, I think she just didn't take the role of being a mom to heart and that's fine. You know, like a lot, a lot of, I've, I have a lot of friends and a lot of peers in my life with like fucked up family situations, fucked up. Like it's just like truly a privilege to not have that or to have like two parents that like love you so much. And like, maybe they're still together or even if they're divorced, like just two parents that are like, like just want to make sure you're doing okay and like want to like are invested in your life and like want you to succeed and and they check in on you and you know like that is a privilege and I, I really look at it as as such and I don't like obviously certain things can can make anybody sad but it's more so like like I'm aware that like this reality of like not having like support emotionally or whatever um is common like that's my point it's like I know this is like this is this is the reality for most of us you know is some sort of unfulfillment within our family 
So by that, I'm okay with this. Like, you know what I mean? Like in a way, I'm just like, whatever. Um, so me and my sister both have a complicated relationship with our mom and yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. It makes me uncomfortable to even talk about. And I guess like it's easier for me to talk about my dad cause he's, it's so black and white, but my mom is just like more complex and I don't know, but essentially my, what I'm getting at is like, I ran away from all of my pain and all of my issues. I didn't even think I had any. I thought I was fine. I was so happy. Like I was like cynical and whatever, but I was like, I could go out and like go out on the weekends and have fun. And I would just forget about my life. And I, that was like fine, fun for me and whatever. Uh, but something I realized recently, and this is kind of the, why I wanted to talk about this is, is the aspect of grief and like holding on to grief and what that actually is, is like the, like absence of acceptance. So for me, what I realized in therapy actually is that I throughout my life didn't just move on and didn't just like, wasn't just this resilient thing that like figured it out, even though I thought I did, you know, like I, you, I, I think like, it just, you feel, it feels like you figured it out. Like that's the best way to explain it. Like, it just feels like I'm unaffected by this. Like, I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you. And I didn't talk to like all members of my family at one point. Cause I just out of sight, out of mind. And I just flipped the switch in my head and I just never thought about it again. Like truly, I, I would love to say like, I, I, it, ate me up or something but it didn't it like truly I like never thought about it again um it was like some off switch in my mind that I could do so but then I realized like and I kind of talk about this in on TikTok and like in different podcasts but the aspect of it always comes back to your family I think healing does it always comes back to that and it's so fucking annoying like I would love I've said this to my psychiatrist I was like I would love to be able to heal and to be like a better person without having to like make up with my family like tell me any way I can do it without having to do that and he's like okay and I'm that's what I'm doing because I I well my my dad's a different story but my mom I I try I've tried like my whole life we've gone to therapy together as a family and like it just we've never actually gotten anywhere like we've she's always stayed in the same spot and it's at this point just I'm like frustrated my psychiatrist said that I was holding on to grief and I was like grief what do you mean like how am I like no one died like in my family um how am I holding on to grief and he gave me a book on grief and and things like that and essentially I found it very interesting the way he kind of unpacked this of, and it made me realize this is can't just be me because I think a lot of us are like mourning the loss of parents or family, specifically parents, I would say. But like if a parent wasn't there for you or wasn't there at all or was just absent, you know, Every kid, it doesn't matter who you are, wants a mom and a dad, you know? And 
you want like that's even in the animal kingdom you know this is just how we are wired and it's it's so it's so deep in our dna and our wiring to want that and to need that and to to have that be kind of the the ideal i guess but if you don't have that if you don't truly truly accept that like i didn't i just ran away from it i actually avoided it avoidance is like a huge part of how i deal with my pain i'm an avoider i'm an avoider of a lot of things i avoid everything and i didn't think of it as avoiding i thought of it as moving on so if you did that and you never actually dealt with certain things you actually carry like a a good amount of grief you know for those losses that you didn't have and you didn't truly accept that you didn't have I find myself now, like, from time to time, like, still wanting, like, for instance, my mom to change and to, for her to want to be, like, close to me and, like, wanting that. And I need to stop, you know? I need to stop wanting a different result because the truth is you can't change people. And... It's a lack of acceptance is what I'm stuck in, you know? It's like this kind of gray area where I'm, like, wanting something else. But I, I, I keep – it's like I keep going for the same thing and getting the same results back and assuming something else is going to happen, which is crazy. So what else do I have to do, which is accept? And that is hard because to accept that I'm never going to have that – and really accept it, you know? Like, that's sad. It's, and you have to grieve it. You have to grieve it as, as if, like, someone died. You know? Like, you have to grieve the life, like, you'll never have. Or, like, the relationship you'll never have. And who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? So I feel like most of us don't. I say most of us, maybe I'm projecting because I didn't. <laughs> so who knows? You guys maybe probably did that. I don't fucking know, but I didn't. And I kind of stayed this like kid that just like wants a different result from her parents and is mad and is just like wanting something, you know? And for the first time like this year I'm I'm truly just accepting my life and grieving the things I never will have and and it's been like I think the mom thing like has been a lot harder for me than I thought I think like moms are different and I think too like just cause I I want to be such a good mom and stuff that 
Um, it like extra stings, you know, because I not to get like sad, but um, oh my god, I literally said I would never cry, and this is the first tear that's fallen. Normally, I just get my eyes water. Fucking Christ. Um. But, fucking, so, like, for me specifically, I just, like, always thought about my kids and stuff. I think a lot of girls feel that way, you know, like, this strong maternal need or whatever, and I definitely have that, like, in spades, like, I just have such a strong like sense of like living for my kids and stuff like that I've always said that and I I just really like I'm so honed in on that so it was always so confusing for me I think like not getting what I would give you know and it's not my like mom's fault or whatever it's just who she is and I have to accept that (laughs) like And if I don't, like, I just stay this, which is, like, sad. And I stay this, like, thing that, like, just almost immature and just, like, wanting. Like, I, like, yeah. And so I've had to say to myself, like, you have to grieve this. And I never looked at it as grieving. But it's true. I think I grieved my dad's side a, a long time ago. I think again, like I literally like each each fucking year, I realize like how like much like I don't know what I'm fucking doing like all the time. Like so, I literally like I say that, but I'm just like, who fucking knows? Like seriously, like maybe that's gonna come up. Like and who fucking knows? Like I'm gonna fucking fuck. But um, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. And it's like living with a broken heart, you know? And like my psychiatrist said that and and I can see that like feeling in me and I don't want that anymore. I think I've I've done it, you know? And true maturity which is something I want you know and I'm so not there like literally I'm so immature in so many ways it's insane but I do want to grow up and I want to be a complete person and I don't want to be the girl that's like mad at her mom for not being what she wanted her to be and just accepting her for for who she is and 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 maybe being, like, a mother figure to her, you know? Like, that's kind of what happens as life goes on and people get older and it's just hard. But the reason I wanted to share this was kind of open, like, your mind up to the idea of of maybe, like, again, like, everyone's life is different, you know? Like, no one's, like, a carbon copy of the same thing. Like, that's just not going to happen. But... I think a lot of us have voids in our lives and it's almost to raise the question of if you're 
holding on to grief. And if you are living with like a broken heart that's never been mended of just this like void of, of love and, and what that can do to you over time and, and what that means. And yeah, it's just something that's like really opened my mind where I'm like, I have grief apparently. Like I have grief and that's okay. And, and I need to like push through that and just grieve. And that's cool with me. So yeah. And the older I get, I guess like, like I'm coming to even acceptance of like, I don't know. I think I can live a lot in denial or in my imagination to the point where like, I like, sorry, like, to the point where I, I deny my own life. It's like my life happens. Like I have a sister and I have a dad and a mom. That's technically like my immediate family. And then I have two younger sisters with my stepmom and my dad, like half sisters. But like, in simpler terms, I can see that, like I can acknowledge that that is my life technically, but I don't feel that. Like it's this like denial where I don't, I don't know. It's like I live in this like imaginary situation in my head that's not real. Like it's just this, and I don't even, it's not even consciously, I'm consciously doing this. It's like, it's just how I experience life and I think it's part of my dissociation to be honest and I'm honing in more on dissociation just realizing like how how much worse I knew it was but um yeah I don't know I've just re I've just realized I've struggled a lot with acceptance and I've actually never really accepted anything and I just brushed everything under the rug and told myself I didn't need anything. I don't need a mom. I don't need a dad. I don't need a sister. I don't need anything. And I dissociated so far from them to the point where I didn't even feel like I was someone's kid. Like I didn't feel like I was the daughter of somebody. I didn't. And I still kind of don't, to be honest. And I know that's like my dissociation. But it's just interesting. Like, just seeing the way I chose to deal with shit and, like, where it brought me. Like, to this kind of, like, one entity person that, like, isn't close with her family and just, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Of the lengths the mind goes to protect itself. And than dealing with that afterwards. It's like shit happens when you're young and then you deal with it in this way and it's unconscious to you and then you grow up and then you realize, oh shit, I have some problems like that I need to figure out because there's certain things getting in the way of functioning normally and then you realize there are these like deep things. I don't wanna live with grief anymore. And it's, even when I just said that, like a part of me is just like, you're still gonna do it though, like in my head. 
because it's hard almost like sadness and like pain and suffering is like addictive you know it's like it's like you get so comfortable in like feeling like shit that like you just want to stay there like part of me is just like why don't you just why don't you just stay here why don't you just fester in this sad like part of your heart like just weird it's like addicting and it's so much harder to be happy and it's so much harder to to claw your way out of it it's just hard but this version of myself this kind of like sad whatever and I didn't even realize I was sad I didn't even realize till this year because I didn't think I was I didn't think anything was wrong and then I just started getting sad all the time and like out of my control sadness and that's when I it all kind of caught up to me of like you need to deal with this like you're really sad and that's fine and and it doesn't consume me and I, I don't allow it to unless it does you know but it's basically the decision to grow up and and to choose the path of most resistance which is the path to acceptance of one circumstance radical acceptance I have a sticky note in my closet that says, oh, let me get it. These are the two sticky notes that I have. They're so lame, but <laughs> but they actually help me. Wisdom begins only when, when one takes things as they are. And real liberation comes from not glossing over or repressing painful states of feeling, but only from experiencing them to the full. Just reminders, because I don't fucking do that. So ever like naturally at all so yeah this is this was hard for me to do it might be easier for other people but it was really hard for me to do and I still haven't done it so to be honest I'm just I'm just in the pursuit and this is a video I'm filming within this pursuit of doing this so I'm neither at the beginning or the end I'm in the middle and I'm just working it all out in my head and I'm expressing the thoughts going through my head while I'm doing it <laughs> that have helped me and have like shed some light on like what's actually happening and what's what I'm actually feeling. And that's okay. You know, life is suffering. And I, I always say that and love makes it worth it, to, to be honest. So, yeah. And acceptance doesn't mean the pain's going to go away. It will always be accessible. And... I was talking to my friend last night, actually, who recently lost her mom. And we were talking about pain and just how it will always be there. And I remember talking to my grandma and my mom. They were in L.A. And I, like, started I started fucking crying at this sushi restaurant. Because I was in such a vulnerable state that day like that week and my grandma asked me like if I was okay and I just started fucking crying and she which is like I normally I know I like like always get teary-eyed but I swear to god I swear I never cry like I <laughs> it sounds so fucking like such a fucking lie but I I swear I swear I'm not a crier 
But this day, I did cry, and they were, they, they were, <laughs> they asked me what was wrong, and I just said, I think I'm just in pain, and I think that life is just living with pain, because it is like it's not like it just goes away. Like it, it's everyone's gonna lose their parents, for instance. Like everyone's gonna have that loss. That is so painful. So regardless if you've never experienced any adversity or or any loss or any neglect or whatever, and you've been very blessed and fortunate, like you, I'm sure, have experienced pain. And I'm sure, like, in some way. And if not, you will, which is unfortunate, but it's true. And And I said that to my mom and grandma, and they both were just like, yeah, it's true. Like, my grandma had lost her husband, my grandpa, and... My mom has her her own pain for her own reasons. And then I was talking to my friend last night who lost her mom. And it's just like, yeah, like my pain is always going to be there. But it's about not like living every day with a broken heart. The pain still exists and I will never have this and I will never have this and whatever. And but you can at least not try to fight that and accept it it's like very buddhist you know accept one as they are and just yeah my best friend in the whole world um lost both of her parents at a very young age and i look up to her so much because she's like this like beacon of light oh my fucking god I'm so, I'm not, I'm, I can't fucking do this. I'm like, but she is, like, I sound so lame. I don't even care. But she's literally, like, she's, like, she doesn't make any sense. Like, she, she has experienced so much pain in her life and so much suffering and loss and abuse. And she's just this, like, beam of light. Like, she's this, like, resilient, like, bubbly, like, angel. And I look up to her because she's just, like, so fucking cool. And she, I think, is, like, we're in each other's lives for a reason because I think she is in my life to teach me that I don't know so much she's in my life to teach me perspective and resilience and strength she taught me to never complain about my life and I'll talk about it and I'll I'll be candid and I'll I'll say you know be as truthful as I possibly can and but just to, you know, it could always be worse. And she taught me that. And she taught me that to not hold on to things and to accept and move on. And it's okay to have bad days or whatever. But, yeah, her name is Sophie, by the way. And she's the best ever. And yeah.
I love her. She is on a spiritual journey into Buddhism. I hope I'm saying that right. She, and something she taught me with like kind of her um, interest into it. Pain is never, is nor good or bad. It just is. And you've probably heard that. I've heard similar things. And I like that take, you know, of just, it's acceptance. It's all kind of acceptance. And, And that's kind of the key to it all. It's helped me in times of like suffering of just like this is nor negative or positive it's just simply pain (laughs) it's just simply pain and that's okay it's all right we're gonna survive listen I don't I'm not an expert on anything I'm just like a girl that like has my own life and experiences it in the way I experience it and like share my thoughts on it and that's it that's all I'm claiming to be and seriously (laughs) so yeah I hope this was helpful in some way it really opened my eyes and I have a feeling there's a lot of people that live with kind of this broken heart and they don't even know it because you're not who the fuck's thinking about that like I didn't look at it in that kind of term you know and but it's true and that's okay and and there's so many versions of of that like having having a spouse that dies that's a heartbreak or having your parents not be there that's a heartbreak and the list goes on but I I choose to no longer live in this addiction to sadness anymore you can quote me like legit I'm I'm I need to get over this. (laughs) I wish I could sit here and say like I'm really good at accepting things so I could have some sort of being like I accepted this and this is how my life changed in in an amazing way. But the truth is is I'm just figuring out how to do that. Like there's other things like maybe like I'm like could like it's just I'm literally didn't do this (laughs) at all. And yeah. And I'm realizing that I didn't do it. But, yeah. Anyways, that concludes my podcast on this topic. I hope this makes sense. I know every single podcast I ends with, I hope this makes sense. But I seriously do. And, yes. (laughs) Anyways, goodbye. And I will see you next week.